Somebody once wrote, hell is the impossibility of reason. That's what this place feels like, hell. Welcome, welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. We might never take the world, at least we've had our faith. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Live from New York, it's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old Podcast. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old Podcast. My name is Mike Russo. Special guest, Shane Gray. What's up, Shane? Via Skype, by the way. Hey, what is going on, man? It is, I mean, the hacky bit would would be... It's Friday the 13th. What horror movie are you watching tonight? Oh, but I, oh. I, I'm going to go that way, but I'm going to s- acknowledge how hacky it is before I do it. Yeah, the whole thing where everybody is like, so are you going to watch Jason tonight, man? I heard they're going to have a marathon with Jason. Oh, did I do that? Huh? I, I think, a, I don't want to say AMC does that because maybe they don't, but I mean, I'm sure AMC will... They have a lot going for them now, so they're probably like the AMC Walking Dead Marathon for Friday the Thirteenth. That right. sounds like something they would do, not, not uh. But uh, yeah, I don't know what is it. What is it? Whenever I was a kid, USA would have Friday the Thirteenth marathons on Friday the Thirteenth. You know, when you're a kid, that's like an event. That's fun. You can make it. Hell night out of that. yeah. Uh, y- yo, you got tattoos, right? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a tattoo of a thirteen on you somewhere? Wow. Uh no, 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 no. I also uh I also don't have teardrops or a happy and sad clown mask. Well <laughs> Sorry. No, but you Go have ahead. a you're gonna have a microphone somewhere if you don't already. I have a microphone. I, I do. got I you on that one. I You did, you did, yeah. What's up with the West Coast guys with the thirteen? What is that? Um, I always thought okay, okay, I had heard thirteen meant weed or something or drugs or crime something bad although oh, shit. okay although in the neighborhood i grew up in it was uh a 13 uh 13 meant 13th street because um in my neighborhood there were numbered streets and uh if you were from a different area and you went into those streets you would have to like uh as soon as you got approached you would have to say where you were from and if you were from the wrong place you'd get the shit kicked out of you that makes like sense. seriously, like no joke, dude. Like it was really bad. Well, I mean, you know, it's Pomona, California. It's 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 it, it, it always makes the world's most dangerous cities in the U.S. Always. What gang they got over there? The Bulldogs? Is that them? <laughs> the Bulldogs. <laughs> what gang is over there? Uh, well, uh, let me see. Earlier, I was running with the uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, you know rockabilly crew over there. You know the Greaser Boys. What is it with boys? Okay, first off. We don't need boys. You don't need to put that in the name of your gang because it makes you sound stupid. And, like, it doesn't matter how hard you are. It doesn't matter if Suge Knight funds all of your, like, gang shit. You don't go something, something boys at the end. It's like, no, dude, we don't yeah. We don't need that. You know what, though? You can call your gang the fucking faggots. As long as you're putting <laughs> in work, it's not going to matter. You know what I'm saying? It's the actions that really count at the end. I mean, if you're if you're out there murdering people and you're the buttholes, you know the. Well, actually, you know what? There was a band called the Butthole Surfers too. What was up with that? Oh, dude, those guys were awesome. Let me tell you my theory on the the number thirteen tattoo thing. Here's what I always thought it meant. 
um, from an outsider looking in, uh, I thought 13 is just a bad, unlucky number. And, like, you were so hard that you would just have bad luck on you all the time. Uh... I guess I was a little off, huh? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I always thought that it meant drugs, you know, like I always thought that like people that did meth or smoked weed or that were like hardcore into drug culture that that, you know, they were, you know, they were all about. Yeah, man. 13, homie. Uh, Let's see. 13 tattoo. Tattoo meaning. Uh, let's see here. Seven notorious prison tattoos and what they mean. Uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, what does, uh, okay, let's see. Yahoo Answers in 2007 says, I'm pretty sure it's a symbol of luck, but I looked at, yeah, bro. Yeah, cholos are, are, are going and getting luck tattooed on the side that's of their neck. incorrect. I'm going to um, go out on a limb and say that that's wrong. Okay, let's see. I'm pretty sure it's a, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, it's an occult symbol of resurrection and rebirth. Uh, Antichrist, Lucifer, uh, somebody says lucky 13. The 13th letter of the alphabet is M. Uh, in outlaw biker culture, a tat or a patch of the number 13 usually means drugs, as in meth or pot. Yes! Oh, yes! there you go. You nailed it. Hell to the yeah. Hell to the yeah. Uh, a tattooist gets a number 13 tattooed on them once they've been in business for 13 years, and it's a mark of respect when a tattooist has earned, I th- well, it says earned here. Earned with a T. Earned. Earned the right to wear the number 13. Friday 13th was originally a day of good luck and not bad luck. That I do know because I'm kind of dating somebody who's into the pagan culture. Um, Wow. You want to get into that? uh, Probably not if I ever want to get laid again. But um, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Actually, I did have a few things that I wanted to bring to the table, which is married women. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. When I say dating, I don't mean girlfriend because my whole. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my whole plan for 2015 is uh, stay single as long as I can. That's actually, you know, for 2016 and 17 as well. If I survive that long in this podcast game, you know. (laughs) <laughs> dude dude man the way the rivalries are going in this man you know Wait i'm worried i'm gonna get capped no, i'm kidding <laughs> there's no rivals. i was hoping i got excited man i love the podcast beef nothing i like <laughs> better than some podcast beef dude dude seriously podcast beefs almost ruined my life now there's a teaser f- for your episode if you were gonna run a commercial it'd be like Okay, guys, today on the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast, uh, or, or actually this week on the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast, I have Shane Gray. Here's a clip from it. Podcast beef ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 dude. It, dude, it put me in such a spiral of anger and vitriol. It was bad. Like, it, it was fucking with my personal life. And guess what? When a podcaster finds out they're fucking with your personal life, yeah. That's like great to them. That's brilliant. Cause I like, go oh, good. You know, since I can't make it in real radio, this is a way for me to like now, not now, now, now that's the thing. Not all podcasters want to be radio guys. Some guys are just podcasters right. and some guys are want to be radio guys or lean more towards a radio style show. And that was actually one of the topics that I wanted to bring up. But did you ever have any beef with anybody? No, no. I um even if someone had problems with me, I'd probably brush it off either way. Um I, you know, maybe I wouldn't mind manufacturing some shit to fucking get the listener shit up. Yeah. Get listenership. 
But I wouldn't actually. You know, you know, I'm fucking around. But in all seriousness, I I wouldn't even manufacture some beef. It does make for entertaining audio. But nah, if somebody was fucking with me, I just blow it off. Cause you know why? Most most. Um, uh, the most um, the 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 chances they're from another state and you can't do nothing about it anyway. All you're gonna do is sit here and pop off on a microphone. What, what's gonna come of it either way? So it's not worth the beef. Very very true. But our culture is based right now around popping off from like the comfort of your phone, you know, or the comfort of your microphone. Uh, and uh, I don't well, know. That's. Did. Yeah, oh, especially keyboard, which right there, anybody listening, if you've ever popped off via keyboard, uh, dude, you need to upgrade. It's 2015. You know, like I only use a keyboard like there's only a keyboard in front of me when I'm hanging with Stevie Wonder or I'm recording a podcast or a ra- right. or I'm doing a radio show. But I'm not walking around with a fucking laptop in front of me. Like, I, you know, I don't know who does that anymore. That's the culture I don't want to be a part of. Where you gotta hide behind something like if I hear a show cursing out another show, and this guy's in Maine and this guy's in Texas, it's like what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like if you if nothing's gonna come of it, you're just gonna sit there and talk shit to about each other. Like what's the point? I know, I know exactly what you mean. There really is no point to it. I uh, love it. I'll eat that shit up, though. I tell you that. I mean, maybe that's the overall point but if they're not doing it as like a show if the guys if the guy in Maine is serious he'd be like yo do you know anyone in Maine because tell them to call me I'll meet them and then I'll deal with that guy in lieu of you you know what I'm saying I do I do yeah and like that was my whole issue back when I had when I had the issue with the beef and the other podcasters you know, they were like, oh, yeah, man, this guy thinks he's so tough because he's from so, you know, you know, you know, because he's from California and da, 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 man. Why would you threaten somebody with violence, man? Like, I think one of them was like saying that. And I'm like, dude, <clears throat> I'm like, dude, what you're saying, like the way you're talking about me, like, you know me, that's what's making me behave that way. You know, I mean, yeah. you shouldn't talk about me like, you know, me, you know, and and also, it's kind of sad, but like one of the things that 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 actually prevents me now and just completely like I just can't do it anymore is get personal on my show, right? Because they used everything that I said about my personal life against me, as as you know, pieces of shit will do. I mean, if, exactly. If, if if me and you had a like a. I'm doing air quotes here. If we had a podcast beef and we had trouble with each other and we did indulge it. I wouldn't go after your personal shit, even though I have a problem with you, just out of fucking principle, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll hit you. I'll hit you for being you, but I'm not going to hit your, your, your sister, your mother, or whoever you talk about. That's just out of principle. I wouldn't do that. I love that, that shit that went down with you and those other guys, by the way. I know, man. Everybody was like sitting back and laughing, and I was just fuming, dude. But, you know, then again, this was like pre-MMJ. You know, like I have I have two I have two like parts of my life. And there's, you know, before, you know, back when I was drinking every night versus yeah, versus, you know, the guy who just smokes medical marijuana and the guy who smokes medical marijuana is very much like a completely different person. So, yeah, I don't even know. Well, fucking my personal opinion is. Alcohol is way worse than weed, like health-wise, um, personally, just functioning-wise. I think weed should be legal all over the place. 
Well, yeah, and there are a lot of people that agree with that. And we're, you know, you know, I'm not going to sit here because honestly, like, I don't, um, I don't know, what is it? You know, I am dating currently. So you meet people and they say, you know, the first thing they ask is, what do you do for a living? Right. You know, what are your religious beliefs? You know, what's your family situation like? You know, have you ever been married? Do you have kids? And, and every time it comes down to religion, I'm like, well... Uh, I guess I'm an atheist, but it's more complex than that. And they're yeah. like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, it's weird to say that I'm an atheist because I I have zero, zero, uh, like I have zero beliefs in anything. So right. to say I'm an atheist would mean that I believe that I'm an atheist when I believe in it. And they're like, well, what about, what about, what about? Then the questions start to be get, get, you know, piled on. And my whole thing is like, look, for some reason, I believe in Bigfoot. For some reason, I believe in aliens. I believe in ghosts. I believe in exorcisms. I do believe in demons, but I don't believe in Satan. Like I believe in spirits and I believe in spiritual stuff, but I don't believe in Satan and I don't believe in God. And, and, you know, I believe Jesus was probably a person who really did live. But I mean, you're talking about a time, a long time before any form of communication where anybody can go, oh my God, you know, I mean, dude, you know, back then, Back then, somebody like the Harlem Glo uh, uh, Globetrotters could have been considered Jesus because the way they work a basketball. Of course, back then, it would have been a big rock that they're rolling off their shoulders. Yeah. But <laughs> you I, know I what know I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, you know, I know that you like to get like to the core, like, you know, you like to go deep on your show, meaning anything is open for discussion. I can sit here and talk about how much I don't agree with religion, but I don't like doing that because then I feel like people get the wrong idea about me. Like, oh, yeah, man, I heard that guy on the show and all he does is talk shit about other people's religions. I'm like, well, no, I don't care, dude. Yeah, but what, what does that matter if they get the wrong idea or the right idea? You're just speaking and whatever, whatever it is they take out of it is what they take out of it. Whether it's good, bad, whether they hate you or love you, all you can do is speak. You know what I'm saying? That so is, yeah. if, if you're speaking with the fear of, or not fear, that's the wrong word. If you're worried about this guy's going to not listen anymore, then you know what I'm saying? The, the fucking, the religious thing, it, it, it's just bullshit to me. I'm not an atheist either, but I'm not, I guess I'm more of an agnostic, I guess you would say. Uh, I, I'm not too spiritual either, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, do you believe in hauntings and ghosts? No. Where the fuck are they? <laughs> like, if there's ghosts, where, what are they doing? Really? So you don't believe in, like, demonic possession? You don't believe in Bigfoot? None of that shit? Nah, I can't. I, I mean... <laughs> I can't. I love it, man. I can't, dude. <laughs> if there was one thing I would believe in, it would be uh, uh, a Bigfoot before anything else. Because I, there could be some kind of fucking you know, monster out there somewhere. Who knows? Look at the fucking, the, the, the aquatic life on the bottom of the ocean. Those things are straight up aliens. Those are the real aliens. That's true. And I guess I believe in, um, there's got to be life out there. But uh, according to like some guy fucking walking on water back 300 years ago, <laughs> no. Um, some guy, some red dude with horns living underneath the earth, No. You know, angels Legend, and shit. bro. Legend. Yo, that was a badass devil, though. That's a badass devil right there. <laughs> that shit scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I was fucking terrified of that, dude. And then you find out who the actor is, and you're like, oh, that guy. That was him. Hey, wait hey, wait a minute. Who was that guy? Um, Frankenfooter. Oh, uh, Tim Curry? Tim Curry. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. Dude, okay, wait a minute. So all Tim Curry did was dress up in costumes? Pretty because, much. like, yeah, okay, you know why, dude? 
You know why? Because I remember later Tim Curry. I remember Clue Tim Curry, and I remember for some reason Congo Tim Curry. He was in Congo. Yeah, Congo <laughs> Tim Curry. I hate his face. He's got the worst face. That's why he's not around anymore. People got sick of looking at him. He. I hate that dude's face. There's a lot What's of people. Wrong with that, his there's face? a lot. Of, huh? What's wrong with his face? It's hateable. It's like I don't know. It's something. I don't know. I just don't like his face. You don't have a person like uh, in movies or whatever where you just you don't don't like looking at them. Ooh, that's a really fuck. See now, this this is a fucking podcast question. That is a podcast question right there. Mm. And uh, oh my god, ooh ooh ooh. Uh, you know what? I kind of feel that way about Katy Perry. I kind of always have. I mean, I know she has big tits, but as me and Justin always say, she looks like she smells. Like what? S- sweat. What? Like, I mean, kind of like Christina Aguilera has that like look where you're like, yeah, if I smelled you, you would smell like sweaty white girl. Like, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like white girls have this have this smell. And that's why (laughs) white girls. That's horrible. See, see, that sounds racist. But again, you know, if it was black girls, I would have said black girls, but it's not. It's white girls. Yo, You You know know? who fucking stinks? Sierra. Who the fuck is Sierra? You know, Sierra. Uh, the uh, is she like a pop star? She's like an R and B singer. Um, I don't know what song she did. I remember watching a video. Her name was Sierra, and I just remember watching this video, thinking, "Yo, that girl smells." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but 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 you were you uh you would happen to be in a barbershop around a bunch of old men, so you were like, "Oh man, this girl stinks," and they went, "Damn right, that music stinks," and you're like, "No, no, no, I think she physically smells." Because uh, when you first said that, I'm sure somebody was just like, oh, man, she sucks. It's like, no, no, Uh, man, I'm pretty sure she physically smells. Yeah. And you know what? Not only is there's someone else thinking, yeah, you know what? He's right. She does fucking smell. Oh, my God, dude. You know whose face I hate? And I'm not sure if it's just because because Edward Norton also hated his face. But fucking Jared Leto. I can't look at that motherfucker without wanting to punch him in the face. You know why? Because he's, he's got like, <laughs> uh, he's got, yeah, you, you know what? I'm with you on that. I don't like his face neither. Let me, um can I bring a female perspective in on this? You can do whatever you want. It's your show. I'm just here, man. Edge. I'm sitting on the couch. What do you think of Jared Leto's face? Oh, no. She's going to be all over Jared Leto. She yeah. likes Jared Leto. She, she does, I bet. Yeah, hold on. Get rid of this mic real quick. That's her type mic. all the way. He's a babe. Angela likes pretty boys. I knew it. I knew it. Because Some pretty you listen boys. To all, huh? Because you listen to all that emo stuff, too. So hold I on, know wait, you hold like on, wait. that. <laughs> She's going to put here. headphones on. Oh, yeah. Why isn't she she joining us? I feel... Because uh, she's playing Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh-oh. Hello. I can't hear Angela! I still can't hear anything. Oh, that's okay. I can hear you. Oh, wait. Anyway. Oh, wait. What? Okay, so, there you are. A little louder. Yeah. Yeah, you're really into pretty boys. No, um, not not all of them. Hey, Mike Russo's a pretty boy. Oh, Trust oh me. look at that. <laughs> you know, I'm heating up over here. I'm turning red. You know that? I have an echo. <laughs> Is that not transmitting? No, it's uh, fine. that's okay. fine. Cool. I mean, um, that's common of internet stuff. But uh, no, I actually had to turn the fan on because it was like 89 degrees over here today. What do you guys got? <laughs> Fucking 16. <laughs> oh my God, my really? Yeah. But the sun, if the sun is shining, it's all right. And I was out in that shit all day, and I was good, man. I was, I had my, I had like a sweatshirt and a vest on, and I was all right. It was oh, right. okay. Let I actually post, wanted to wear my jeans. Sorry, good. Let me post this, pose this question. Okay. 
uh, Angie, um, who, who, what face do you hate? I, like, I hate Tim Curry's face. Sam Rockwell. Oh, shit. Hate uh, that guy's face. Well. Hate everything about that guy. Especially his face. <laughs> he said Jared Leto. No, he's a babe. Uh. Total babe. Who? I hate Gyllenhaal's face. Both no, of them. he's a babe too. What about well, Droopy? Well, I mean, Who's Jake Droopy? Gyllenhaal looks like Jared Leto in um, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yeah. I actually, I thought that too when I saw the poster for it. But every time I see Jake Gyllenhaal, I know everybody sees Donnie Darko. I see yeah. freaking, uh, what the fuck, Jack Twist? Or what the fuck was his name when he was getting banged by the cowboy? Oh, Brokeback Mountain style? So, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, I just see that or or I guess Bubble, Bubble Boy. Boy. I don't I know. Yeah. Bubble Boy <laughs> with his stupid hair. Mm. <laughs> um, Droopy is her, his sister's oh, fucking Droopy D. She has a fucking grandma face. Oh, she droops like a motherfucker. She does. Old lady face. Maggie. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie. Worst. Why would they put her in that movie? Which one? The Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Well, um, um, you know, I had said uh, famously, and not famously, uh, probably in, infamously, on the podcast in the woods, I felt bad after I said it because the way I worded it. But I was like, yeah, man, you know what? You know what? Like Christopher Nolan was like, you know what? We need two Down syndrome women in this movie. <laughs> and the first one's going to be Katie Holmes because she used to be hot, but she, now she looks like she's full-blown Down syndrome. And then second, he's like... Huh? We're gonna need a real, a real dog. To, <laughs> that's so fucking mean. I'm sorry. I'm you know sorry, Julian Hall. I never, I never thought that about Katie Holmes, but now that you say it, I see it. I don't, <laughs> I don't see downs. I see balls, pull, uh, bells palsy. She's got something going on. She's got the bells. When she was Joey Potter, she was cute though. She was a dude. No, she was cute. Oh, <laughs> oh Joey Potter. No, that was her name on Dawson's Creek. Oh, uh, Shane loves that show. Uh, do you? Oh, no, 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 no. I do love Kevin Williamson, and I do love shows like The O.C. and 90210. And even, you know, I even watched Melrose Place, but I don't. I never touched Dawson's Creek. Oh, my God. I never touched any of those other ones, but I touched Dawson's Creek all over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, actually, um, speaking of Dawson's Creek, uh, all that came up because um, it was on our Teaching Mrs. Tingle episode. Oh, okay. James Van so, Beek was in that. Or no. Was, was it? Uh Pacey, right? Uh, no, um, Josh, whatever. It was just her, Katie Holmes. Katie it Holmes. was, it was, uh, it was her, oh, and yes. then like some total, some total like Ski Ulrich knockoff who was in Seventh uh, Heaven. He was the long-haired oh, yes, dude in Seventh yes, Heaven, yes, right? Yes, 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 that's him. I actually Ski Ulrich, total babe, by the way. He does. He look like a rat. No, liver alone. When he sucks the blood off his finger. <laughs> Come on, that's hot. <laughs> Oh boy, I forgot you guys are uh, uh, scream people. Well, like we're scream. like younger than. Well, actually, okay, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, he hold just on. Called you old? No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like older than Angela, but then like you and I are right, right. Angela's like 19. What? <laughs> I just, wait. I literally just turned 29. Last That's weekend. what I mean. 19. <laughs> I wish it was 19. I'm, pu- I'm pushing old lady. I like Scream. Scream was good. I, I mean, I like the beginning and I like the mystery of it, but it just it, it doesn't hold up for me uh, personally. Maybe I should revisit it. Yeah, I have like the the whole set. I mean, dude, Scream is really, really like uh, really polished. I mean, totally. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. Whenever people talk shit about Rob Zombie's Halloween or Scream, I don't. 
I don't get defensive anymore because I understand like it's like that shit is not for everybody. But it's important for people like me who it's like growing up, like all we had was Michael Myers. All we had was Freddy Krueger and all we had was Jason. And we loved all those guys, but those guys were not from our time. Yeah. You know, so Ghostface was right there. Like I was in high school, Ghostface, uh, Ghostfaced. Wow, man, <laughs> I was Ghostface, bro. Hit, hitting the pipe in the parking lot, getting Ghostfaced. No, no, um, <laughs> no. Uh, Scream, Scream, like came out, and like everybody was excited, and I saw it. I, I, I saw it four times in the movie wow. theater. I think it was four or five wow. times, and three times were was were uh, on different dates with different girls. I was like, hey, you want to go see Scream? I'll take you on a date. And they're like, this guy didn't seem interested in me. Just wanted to watch this stupid movie about a ghost. Now, let me ask you, do you like I Know What You Did Last Summer? Um, actually, the first movie, uh, Justin from The Manly Star, the first movie we ever saw mm -hmm. together as best friends in high school was the sequel to that. I still know what you did last summer. Okay. Um, <laughs> that one, that one's funny. And uh, that one's funny because uh, when you revisit it, there's a Jack Black is 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 uh, in it and he has dreads and he's like hey yes. man what's going on do you want to smoke the weed with me and he's like a he's like a fake rastafarian guy no, it's like wait. what have you ever seen club dread oh yeah he, he's pretty much the same guy in that movie yeah he's probably yeah, was it oh no wait it wasn't jack black is the guy who looks like jack black who's fat and has dreadlocks wow never mind wait a minute who Scratch looks like that. jack black the guy in club dread Oh, right, right, right. That's right. why I thought it was Jack Black for a second, but I'm confused. Okay, well, Not well uh, you know, now that we're on the subject and I have both of you guys here, or you have me both there, um, can I ask, how do you feel about Broken Lizards, their, their little troop? I've only seen Super Troopers and Beer Fest. I never saw Club Dread, but I like those movies. They're, they're funny. I, I've seen them all, and I love them all. Now, the guy from Club Dread who looks like Jack Black was probably spoofing Jack Black. Probably not. That's why I think I thought yeah. of it. Yes, that's one hundred percent what it had. Yo, Shane, they haven't made shit in a minute, right? Uh, no. Um, one of the guys was on Adam Carolla like a few months ago, and uh, he was talking about well, last year. I would say a few months ago, and then um, for some reason when I'm doing like shows, I always say that. And then I stop and go, I mean, last year sometime he was on there talking about, he's doing like, uh, like, um, what is it? Oh no, no. You know what is the Indian guy? He's doing like some original series for, uh, Amazon. Like they're all doing like their own little thing, but super troopers too supposed to, did that come out ever? Didn't no. think so. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is being made though. No, but, uh, uh, but, uh, Justin's favorite. Cause Justin is like a comedy nerd. Like there's one person where like you could just drop like a random stand up guy and he'll be like, oh, yeah, man, I, you know, he was into like he's obsessed with comedy. Like, I don't I don't know what his deal is. I'm not really that into it. But uh, he says he says that uh, Slam and Salmon was like really good. What the fuck is that? I, was gonna say, I never heard of it. Oh, that's a that was a Broken Lizards like straight to DVD. Like, I think that might be the last thing they did because it came like out the, after all that stuff. Sounds like the first thing they did. Slam and <laughs> Salmon. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, it's uh, like um, what's his name? One of the big black guys, or Clark, Clark Duncan, Ving Rhames. One of those guys are in it, and uh, probably you know it was probably before one of them died because I think one of them's dead. Michael Clark, Clark Duncan okay. is uh, <laughs> the dead one. And Ving Rhames, he might as well be dead. He's taken the worst movies. He's taken everything. Was he the Pulp Fiction guy? Yeah. Okay. 
Oh my! God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he was in that awful Day of the Dead remake redo oh, yeah. bullshit <clears throat> with fucking that other dude, fucking Mina Savari too. Oh yeah, Nick Cannon. That off. I didn't see it, but it had to be awful. Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was in the Dawn of the Dead remake and in the Day of the Dead remake with Nick Cannon. Yeah, man. First off, for oh my god. First off, what happened? Okay, okay. Whatever year that that uh that a Day of the Dead film came out, whatever year there was like that was the year of rebooting George Romero's films, and there was like Night of the Living Dead 3D starring Sid Haig. Like, what the fuck was going on? What were they thinking? I didn't Money. see any of those, dude. Money grab. Oh, for who? Who? Who the? Who's paying to see that? <laughs> yeah, somebody. Somebody somewhere would fucking go in to see Day of the Dead on the on the rack and be like, "Oh, this looks good." People like us, like me and Ange and you, we know better. But a lot of people out there, they'll go up and pick up. Oh, look, Atlantic Rim. Let me go take this <laughs> home. <laughs> I was just gonna say Transmorphers, but okay. Yeah. Oh, I love Transmorphers. How about <laughs> um, what was that 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 uh snakes on a plane? They had snakes on a train. Uh huh. Oh my god! Bite yeah. off of it. I love those fucking movies. I mean, I, I, I've never seen any of them. I love just the fact that they exist. <laughs> well, well, like they are, they're uh, much more relevant because of the whatever success of Sharknado and all that. Did you like um, that movie, Sharknado? Uh, I saw like the last fifteen minutes, and it was just like, yeah, this is just like. 50s B movie, but you know, with people that I remember from the 90s and a lot of CGI. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like it's, it's self-aware, is what it is. Yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say because I yeah. kind of protested it a little bit, like ah, I'm not gonna see that shit. And then I caught the second one on TV, and then they were like halfway through, and I I watched it, and then they were playing the first one after it, so I watched that too. You and see, I didn't hate it. Sorry, God. Okay, uh, okay, I'm sorry. See, I. I uh, talk so much and and I'm used to having to having like, you know, other voices that I always say, sorry, go ahead. Or I say, OK, or um, I go, OK, go or whatever. Or, <laughs> or, or, or no, 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 no. Go ahead. It's my move. I uh-huh. said it to the fucking cashier the other day. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, hey, so, you know, how's your day? And she's like, oh, well, you know, it was. Da-da. And I was like, oh, my God, man, today. And then I stopped. And went, OK, go ahead. And then she was like, what? And I was like, go ahead. You can. You can I was like, speak oh, now. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Never mind." I guess this is not how you well, talk that, to people normally. That, that that three seconds of awkward silence just now was weird because she was talking and then you started talking, but then you said, "Go ahead," but she was finished. Yeah. So then no one. Yeah. Know so it's to- like, go ahead, and you're like, uh, "What?" Yeah. No, no, no. <clears throat> No, no, no. Uh, do you guys remember that uh, there was like an urban horror company that was putting out movies like Vampires? And like all that shit. And it was like vampires with like a Y A Z. <laughs> Do you remember any of that shit? No, but they were probably behind um zombies in the hood and this type of thing. Yeah, oh dude, dude, totally. But anyway, anyway, now <clears throat> now that I made up that little distraction, I remember my point that I forgot, which is that uh I have a theory that 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 all movies like that, even going back to like the Toxic Avenger, like the very first Toxic Avenger, which is like, you know, early trauma, Lloyd Kaufman and all that, mm-hmm. even even that stuff, I have a theory st- uh, starts off not self-aware. Then the second they realize they have something, then it's self-aware, which is why probably Sharknado 2 is super extreme. And yeah, you know, 100 mm-hmm. percent. 
yeah, that's just my theory because, you know, a lot of people go, well, well, uh, you know that that movie is that way because they don't have the budget. And, uh, you know, the guy who's making it some like nutty French guy, like the guy who made Troll 2 and thought he was making some awesome movie. And you're like, yeah, I yeah, like I guess. But, you know, I mean, that is how it starts. How do you feel about the whole? Uh, did, have you seen the documentary for Troll 2? No, I've been hearing about it for years and years, and I just don't care enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I, I remember watching Troll 2 as a kid and hating it so much. Like, I hated that movie so much, I still remember the name of the town. The The name of the town in the movie was Nilbog, which is Goblin, Goblin. backwards. Goblin, yeah. And so, it's, I have a fucking bad memory, so if I remember something like that... I never want to revisit that movie. So what it is, I don't know if you know about it, Ange. They have a movie, a documentary called The Best Worst Movie About Troll 2. Okay. And I just don't care enough. I mean, I heard people rave about it, and they have festivals about it, about the actual movie. And I just don't care enough. I'm really. going to have to see it. Well, um, <laughs> Troll 2 was one of those movies that I watched, like, every day on HBO. It was one of those movies that was on HBO every day. You know, like, there was, like seven movies that were on HBO like every day from like age seven to age 14. And it was like troll two was, uh, was, a uh, you know, one of them. And, uh, Oh, so I married an ax murderer was always movie? on HBO. I know. I, you know what? And like, part of it is, I think that's why I love the movie. I was like, dude, yeah, man. Like this was on every day. I'd watch this movie, but, um, yeah, you know, there's this great scene in the documentary where it's like, you know, they finally get this, this filmmaker, he's French or whatever, and they and they bring him over to Hollywood where they're having a screening, and and there's like a there's a there's like a line ra uh, like wrapped around the building, and he's just like, ah, oh, finally, finally, you know, what? you know, I mean, like, you know, you can tell, you know, that he's like, finally, my brilliance is being recognized here because uh. he's crazy, because because you know, and also not only that, dude, his wife did the sets and his wife wrote the script, so they think. That, like they were making this like political whatever because it's lost in translation. The whole entire film is lost in translation because they don't speak the fucking language. So the first question out after after the screening of Troll Two, it's one guy goes, "Hey man, you know, huge Troll Two fan, obviously. That's why I'm here. But uh, why are there no trolls in the movie? Why are they goblins?" And the guy's like, "I have no idea." What you're asking. Clearly, they're trolls. He's like, but they refer to them as goblins right. in the movie, and the town is goblin. He's like, ha, oh, you clearly don't understand cinema. Like, he's explaining, uh, like, and, and he's just nuts. This guy, it's great. It's, it's so kind of like the guy who did The Room. Did you see The Room? Oh, my God, dude. That guy uh, thinks everyone's going to see that movie because it's great. And they're just going because it's the worst movie ever made. I think he thinks that he made a masterpiece. There's this movie called The Room Age. It's the worst movie ever, 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 ever. I mean, the the sets. There is no sets. Everything's green screen, and the acting is bad. The di everything. I've never seen it. I've only heard audio clips. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it is cringeworthy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch. It. And it, it's become a thing where people are getting together and watching this movie, and and, and there's like, con not conventions, but like just get-togethers, and the directors getting interviewed, and Seth Rogen and Dave. Dave Franco? James. James Franco were going to do the movie about the book that was written about the movie. Oh, really? So we should actually probably watch this. I was going to say, now I really need to watch it. Did you see The uh, Room, Shane? <laughs> uh, I, watched, I watched clips from it, and then um, I listened to a podcast where they played a bunch of the audio. Um, 
you know, it's a podcast. You know what, dude? What happens sometimes? I don't want to get too sidetracked because because uh, I do want to stick on this because there are other movies like this, like Birdemic, and uh, Birdemic is one of them. Um, you know, it's just like crazy, uh, crazy horrible. But uh, just to put a pin in that and explain to uh, Angela a little bit, everybody has that one friend where you're like, this guy is like a little off. Like maybe he says, hey, yo, why don't you tell your kid, you know, you know what, man, why don't you tell so-and-so that, you know, you're going to teach your kid to ride a bike and mail me a fucking bike after all these years. I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like just shit. Just like everybody has that one friend that's like nuts and is like, yeah, man, I'm a brilliant, you know, I'm a brilliant concert pianist like you don't even play the piano dude 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 i am all right man and dude i have a friend like this this is gonna bite me in the ass so hard but my but i have a buddy let's just call him james yeah because his name isn't james so we'll call him james uh i have a buddy and this guy was so far gone it was like he bought like a 99 dollars acoustic guitar and was talking about how he's the greatest guitarist he bought a keyboard talking about he's the greatest keyboardist wrote like like five pages and said he was the greatest novelist People like this sometimes go out and make a movie and, they, you know, some people have funds. This guy who made The Room is that guy. Everybody knows this guy or girl who's yeah. like, oh, da, 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 da. And, you know, basically he went and he did his whatever, you know, raised his money and made his movie. And this is the product of what happens when that person who thinks that they know what they're talking about and thinks that they know what they're doing actually creates a piece of art and you go man this is fucking garbage i was right all this time you don't know how to make a movie you don't know how to act fucking i don't even know like what the hell is his race because he has like a weird voice too and you know what that those people are so delusional they really think it's amazing but then they do it yeah this guy actually did it uh, i think he's he's actually well if you look at his bio he was born in i think louisiana Okay. But he obviously is from like France or something. <laughs> He's got the weirdest fucking accent. But these people are so fucked up. But then again, they're going out and doing whatever however they're doing it, they're doing it. If this guy believes he's a concert pianist, a pianist? A pianist. <laughs> a pianist. <laughs> and he might Sorry. just go do it. He might convince himself enough that he might get it done. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he sucks, he's not going to be in any kind of concert, but you know, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I kind of liken it to when I was in a band, you know, like me and Justin had a band for two years and I was like, hell yeah, man, we're going to be the next Blink-182. We kind of suck, though. <laughs> I mean, we did it, though. Like we went into a studio, we played shows, we practiced like every week, but I couldn't fucking sing. He couldn't fucking sing. Our drummer was amazing. And, you know, like uh, the whole like amps, you know, like our amp quality were you know, shit like everything, you know, like we didn't really have the money to kind of put into quality. So even even our CD that we put out, you know, like our demo sounded like shit. Everything sounded like shit. So it was like nowadays, dude, forget about it, man. You fucking just go and you buy something, you download an app and you plug it in and you fucking sound like Lenny Kravitz. That's a horrible example. I was just I'm I'm talking fast. (laughs) He was just on the Super Bowl. So I see where you got that from. All right. I'm going to say bye because I need to go kill people in Call of Duty. Bye. It was nice to talk to you. Thanks, Ange. Okay, what is going on with Lenny Kravitz? Wait, wait, no, wait. Hold on. Fuck Lenny Kravitz. Fifty Shades of Grey. Come on. I, I've well, never heard. I've never heard Mike Russo talk about it. You know what? There's nothing to talk about. It's just. Um. It's. It's another problem. It's another. It's another symbol of how dumb this fucking country's becoming. Because 
Uh, I heard on the Opie and Anthony show years ago when this, the book was big, they were reading excerpts from this book, right? It is the dumbest, most uh, elementary fucking dialogue and words and sim- symbolism. Like It's not even symbolism. It's right in front of your face, but trying not to be. It's the dumbest thing, and it's this big. How's, how stupid is this country? Oh, man. Not only that, how stupid are people coming out and being like, all right, well, first off, we're all feminists and all this does is promote rape. And it's like, that's not that's absolutely not what it does. Then you have the bondage community come out and go, oh, my God, we hate this. This makes us look bad because everybody thinks it's about rape now. And I'm like, nothing's about rape. Like everybody. I mean, that's what the society does. They take anything and they just put the worst, most like sickening spin on it, no matter what it is. That's why and people are complaining about the Super Bowl commercials that there was no comedy. Well, the reason why there's no comedy is because companies are scared to offend somebody because everybody gets offended. You can't make a joke without somebody getting their feelings hurt and then going to their local group, whoever it may be. Then they're going to get in touch with the company. The company has to fire someone and issue an apology. Then, And that's where the, we're headed. We're heading to a dull singular personality, no privacy, everyone's the same world. Maybe not in our lifetime, but eventually, if something doesn't happen, that's where we're headed. And it's mm-hmm. fucking, it's fucked up because I don't want my kids, grandkids, great-grandkids or whoever living in a world where we're all wearing white nylon suits. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that is seriously, like, I mean, every every generation thinks that that's going to happen and then it never really does, but... I'm okay. Dig this vibe. I was driving down the street and I was just driving and I was just thinking, you know, cause right now my, um, my uh, tags are expired. So I was thinking, all right, dude, obviously, you know, you know, normally just, just out of like everyday instinct, you have to watch out for the cops just cause I don't want a cop behind me because they'll find any fucking reason to fuck with you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, especially over here and like, not necessarily cause you know, I don't live in LA, but, you know, I, I do live in like a big, you know, conglomeration of cities called the Inland Empire. So you can be in Montclair, the city I live in, and you can be OK. But then if you go over to Upland, the cops over there, they're all they're like they're all the asshole jocks who, you know, would push you around, you know, in the hallway or whatever. But now they have a badge and they're bulked up. But yeah, so like you start to learn like which cities. But no, anyway, so I was driving and then there was like a police helicopter. And I was like, well, now I have to worry about that because they're talking about that shit having like radar and infrared and shit where they can look into your car and they can look into you. So now you're like, well, dude, now I have to worry about, you know, oh, shit, dude, am I going to get pulled over via helicopter? Like, is this thing going to start to try to land on top of my car? Like, hey, (laughs) they won't try to pull you. They'll call somebody on the ground to come get you. And yeah. And like, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing of it. It's like it is going to it is going to get to a point where like you know you couldn't even text like your wife be like hey baby what's up man oh my god man did you hear president obama man ah i just wish i could shoot that guy and then in five minutes someone's gonna kick down your door like i'm telling you it is getting it's feeling that way right yes because they want to avoid anything like they want to prevent everything and anything from happening so they're not either taking chances or they're not letting anything go. 
It's still, it's like the thing with the Super Bowl commercials. They're not taking chances to prevent something from happening. So if you're fucking, my, I, my daughter's in kindergarten, and the teacher told her not to do the point the finger, thumb in the air, gun thing. <laughs> she told me what? that she can't do that. Okay. So that's uh, just another example of, pre- what? I don't know what is preventing uh, violence in the schools. I don't know, but it's that type of thing. Everything's being stopped before anything even has an inkling of happening. Yeah, I mean, they're like, wait a minute, hold on now, yeah. hold on now. You can't do the gun finger, and uh, yeah. you can't do the gun finger because the gun finger might imply that, you know, weapons outside of the school exist, and then kids yeah. might get the idea, hey, I could bring a gun to school because that guy just made it. It's like, no, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. People, nothing has changed. Everybody still is human and has a brain and makes decisions. No. So I don't understand. Dude. Yeah, the whole, oh, okay, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey is, you know, hashtag, you know, Fifty Shades of Rape or whatever. Or, you know, you know, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey promotes promotes um, abusive relationships. Christian Grey's character is an abuser and uh, Anastasia's character is a uh, victim. And I'm like, um, first off, how many victims have you heard of that are students that are all frumpy that go to visit a billionaire. Then they go, Hey, check it out. Uh, I want to do bondage on you and give you everything you've ever dreamed. Mm. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. The abuse around this place. Yeah, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. So one, uh, and also furthermore, I'm just going to say, I'm going to repeat what I said on state of Grey Cause this is a different audience. Nine and a half weeks and the secretary. Yes, that's it. That's it. It's the same fucking movie, except those movies were way filthier. Well, actually, the secretary was more quirky, but but in but in the film, the secretary, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, <laughs> Down syndrome, Down syndrome she girl, good in that one though. Mm-hmm. Maggie Gyllenhaal, she was a cutter because people who are into bondage have. No, now, no, oh, no, fuck it, no offense. I'm on growing up, not growing up. I say whatever I want on this podcast. Um, um, uh, people, people who who flock to bondage or who need the either the power or the control, they have legitimate emotional issues, and that's okay because we're expressing it safely in the privacy of our own home, uh, of our own home. But we see in the film that before Maggie Gyllenhaal's character meets James Spader and wants to get into the bondage thing, that she's a cutter. She even has a kit with bandages and she goes into the restroom stall and pulls up, her, hikes up her skirt and, and makes incisions on the inside of her thighs with a scalpel. This is the real, that's the yeah. real 50 shades of gray. That is the reflection of what is really happening in the bondage community. And you can say whatever the fuck you want, but a lot of you are rape victims. <sighs> it's, you can drive yourself crazy thinking about that, that group, whatever group it is, the 50 shades of gray is uh, promoting rape people. The, um, if you do the gun finger with your hand that promotes violence, people, the, you know, we have to celebrate diversity, but don't point out each other's differences, people. It's, it's, it'll rack your fucking brain. So it's like, I don't know, I can go on for hours about political correctness, political incorrectness, fucking race, black, white, 
uh, fucking the the media. I mean, it's just it's endless. There's so much horseshit out there right now. I mean, this fucking Brian Williams guy, right? You know mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. He's going to get fired. We all know it, right? Yeah, I mean, he'll get <clears throat> he'll get like a strong demotion and um I was nah, listening, yeah, I, I was think, listening. I don't think he's coming back. Well, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about, oh yeah, you know, he's going to get fired. He's going to, he's going to, and uh, I was driving around and then I just said out loud, he should do a fucking podcast. I just said, <laughs> I just said that like, yeah, dude, I said that out loud to myself. Cause I'm like, you can say whatever the hell you want, bro. You know, you he know, I mean, you know, yeah, he's a hundred percent. He will do that. Or he'll end up on, you know, one of them cable. Like, remember that show? Remember Charles Grodin had a show on like M- MSNBC or some shit? Who the fuck is Charles Grodin? Charles Grodin. Um, he was the guy from Midnight Run that De Niro was uh, transporting around. Oh, uh, okay. He had like a political talk show on some fucking cable network. And, you know, Rivera had a, a talk show on his network. So he'll probably end up on one of these cable networks or something. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like they say, and it's true, there is no such thing as bad publicity now mind you this is bad for his career at that one network but everyone else goes oh sweet you know you know i mean dude he's getting job offers probably 50 a day but here's the thing like he all right so he lied about military service which is shitty but it's not deserving all of the shit that everyone's talking about on the paper on radio on po- uh, podcasts on the tv it's not worth all this just for that you know what I'm saying? It's you know, listen, stolen. It's not. I don't know if it falls under the umbrella of stolen valor, but the stolen valor people are real fucking pieces of shit. You know, they're the people who walk around the mall dressed in full uniform trying to get discounts. Yeah, that's so bad, dude. This guy, you know, he made up some shit, but it's like not that big a deal. Let him fucking. I mean, fire him, whatever. He'll be all right. Yeah, I would even go to argue that 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 um he, he exaggerated a story. Like, I wouldn't even call it lying, but everybody's like, he's such a liar. He's such a liar. I'm like, it sounds to me like he exaggerated his story because, you know, well, you know, as I said, you know, on the manliest hour, when you go over there and then all they do is they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, this part, you know, this section of where you're at is completely uh, Americanized. So we have Subway and Popeyes and it's like, all right. So, you know, I ate about, you know, 40 chicken wings, ate a Subway sandwich, took a dump. And then we went home. You don't say that. You go, oh, my God, man, the front lines, man. I was sweating on my brow. My heart was ripping out of my chest with with uh, with like so much adrenaline, you know, and, uh, you know, right. I skydive right out of the plane. Do you guys remember the trailer to Godzilla? It was like that. I had my own pair. Of course, that's what you fucking say. You don't say you took a dump and then went home. Yeah. Plus, if the whole, if the whole, what do you call that? I don't, it's not a convoy, but if there's four choppers, whatever. Uh, excuse yeah, me like for the not infantry. The right, yeah, excuse me for not using the right lingo, but if one of them gets shot down and the other three land with it, the guy in, in, in the third a helicopter says we got shot down. It wasn't yeah. his, it wasn't his exact exact vehicle, but you know it was all a collective group. Listen, he's well, a, he's, yeah, I mean, nobody got saying, shot down though. Like that's the problem. Is it like he was in the safest place and nothing happened? I'm not and, saying, and like he made all that up. But it's like that's fine. He's still a piece <laughs> of shit. I mean, but I mean, it's not I mean, worth all this coverage. He went wrong where he pulled out the photo and started dropping names. And started saying the names of the people he was with and the infantry. I wouldn't say that. I would say, yeah, you know what? You know what? I was in Iraq one time. 
And because, uh, what do you call it? He first told the story in 03. This is a long time ago. So that's why I'm saying all you had to do was leave out details, you know, and you could have just said, yeah, man, you know what, man, I was there. And then, you know, da, 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 da. They'd be like, well, who, you know, who were you with? No one's going to even say that. But yeah. if, if they did, you're yeah. like, you know what? It was cloudy that day. It was really strange. You know, I, you know what? You know what? I was freaked out of my mind. It was an adrenaline rush, you know, right. got shot down. I don't remember who I, that's it. And then, you know, yeah. but he pulled out a picture and in the photo was him and like one other pilot with the actual chopper in the background. So it's like, dude, everybody's going to look and go, dude, this guy's full of shit. I didn't know that. I didn't now, know he had a picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> the uh, the um, original audio, or I mean, the uh, original thing I, I believe happened on David Letterman and that was when he first told the story. And uh, back then, people were, were, you know, getting on social media, writing letters, trying to get, you know, trying to get him exposed. But you couldn't back then. Nowadays, all you do is just go on Twitter and use a hashtag and then boom, it's over. It's viral. So that's how they managed to do it right now. But uh, the uh, story is old and, and uh, he got called on it enough because the troops are involved. And if he didn't do any of that, you know, you know, like if he would have went further and lied, but like that's not, you know, his thing is it he wants to be considered like part of that group. You know, he wants to be considered yeah. military. He wants to be considered this and this and this and, you know, considered special privilege, you know, because he's media and because he has a passion for it. And that's not how it works. And, you know, the uh, the uh, troops, dude, the uh, troops want your respect like a hundred percent of the way, and then that's all they want from you. They don't want to hear anything from you. Yeah. So it's like you know that's why I don't you know like you know when I see troops, I don't even say anything. I mean, obviously, yes, I appreciate them. Obviously, I know that they're man enough to do stuff that I wouldn't, and I you know I'm glad we have them. But I don't ever make eye contact or go, hey man, you know what? And everyone's like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You should. I'm like, dude, those guys don't care about me, bro. You know what I mean? Like they're doing it for the country. They don't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. They don't want the individual accolades. Yeah, dude. And it's like some people are just born to be uh, soldiers because, you know, I went to I went to high school with like a handful of dudes, uh, you know, uh, you know, they were all from like different walks of life. But, you know, they went into military careers because they were like, dude, you know, from day one, man, you know, the first time I saw MASH or Hamburger Hill or whatever, you know, like I knew I was in Hamburger Hill. Wow. No one ever talks about that movie. Yo, but <laughs> I, I, MASH was a horrible example, by the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! You know martinis and nurses, bro. I and, hated uh, that show so much. I hate everything about that show. That that fucking depressing intro music. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's the worst. You are gonna kill me. The only reason I said Mash is because it's on Netflix now, and I was watching it last night because I like it. Like I I hated it as a kid, and then as an adult, I grew into it. It's so weird. Well, it's supposed to be one of the greatest shows ever, but at one point they had a laugh track. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And another um, thing, let's can we get rid of sixty minutes already? I mean, I want to, I want to wrap this up in a minute, but yo, I hate. Can we just be done with sixty minutes? That's weird. You know what's weird about both those shows that you just mentioned? Both those shows, when I was a kid, were like depressing because it meant bedtime, right? Well, for me, sixty minutes means football's over because on Sunday night. When the football game goes off on Sunday night, they don't go to commercial. They don't do anything. They go right to. Ah, oh, I hate that. I can't say that. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, because that reminds me of my childhood. And I remember hating that show. And then I remember hating MASH. And it was because, oh, my God, and Cheers. Because my dad used to watch all that shit. And that was like, on at night. The, the replays or the reruns were on at night. Yeah, dude. And I think that's why, you know, it just always... <clears throat> Um, what do you call it? Uh, basically, basically, like any time the like news ended, it would be like, all right, you know, whatever, you know, bedtime or whatever, and then it would just always, always make me make me think, okay, bedtime because I hear the mash theme, or bedtime because I hear it tick 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 yeah. tick. And I was like, Egh. yeah, I know that feeling. I had that feeling with um, Taxi. With oh ta- my god, <laughs> Taxi was on channel over here was on um, uh, channel nine, which is I think. That was bef- it used to be UPN. Remember UPN? Yeah. Well, before it was UPN, over here it was just Channel Nine, Secaucus, whatever the fuck. It was from New Jersey or whatever, and they played Taxi. Not even that late. It might have been like ten or eleven, but that opening scene, you know, you know the intro music well. Uh, remind- I love the- Taxi. Oh, <laughs> great fucking show, but that reminded me. And they're driving down the fi- uh, across the fucking Fifty Ninth Street Bridge. That reminded me of bedtime. Dude, I don't know why, but like all that registers with me, and I have uh, I have no idea why. And it's the like odd completely couple. weird. And the odd couple. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, it's bedtime now. I'm ready for bed. I'm tired. <laughs> oh my god, that is straight from my phone, guys. Yes, yes, that's on my iTunes playlist. Wow. I love that song. Oh, for late at night. Do you happen to have the odd couple uh, (laughs) intro music? Uh, I don't. uh, I don't, but, um, oh, my God. Here, here, let's see if I can pull it up before before you have to wrap it up. It's not growing pains, is it? Oh, shut up. How did you know? Oh, wait, hold on. No, that's Taking Back Sunday. Damn it. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Show me that smile. Show me that smile. <laughs> Don't waste another. Oh God. Wait, that's yeah. Growing pains. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Uh, what's the Set Michael J. Step? Fox one? Oh, uh, Family Ties. Family Ties is uh, shot on and up. Oh yeah, that's that one. The one. Do 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 do. Right? Yeah. Let it's me, like I I used to watch Family Ties. I mean, uh, yeah, Family Ties is the. Alex P. Keaton one, right? Right. I used to I, watch that too, man. Yeah, Alex P. Keaton. I hated that show because at the end of every show, I don't know if you remember, they would always go into the kitchen to solve the problem. Oh, really? Do you remember that? No, no, no. Like the only thing that I remember, and that's from watching reruns, is that at the end of every single episode of Full House, there would eventually be a lesson. And then right at that time, the same music, it would go... Ding, and it'd be like a like soft like piano score, and it'd be like you know, dud. And then every time whoever it was would go, you know, you're not supposed to, dud, 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 dud. It hurts someone's feeling, and it, like the music would cue up at the same time of every episode, and that used to drive me crazy. That's awful. That's but, I uh, never, I, that Full House was a little I later think, a- after my time, a little bit. So yeah, I, I never watched that show. Um, but anything like that is so awful. That's why when, when I used to. My favorite shows are All in the Family and Married with Children and things that are just off the path a little bit, you know? Like, All in the Family could not exist today. That's, oh my God. Well, I know. I know, man. Most of um, most of the movies, I mean, even if you look at films from, 
like 1995 that are rated PG-13 would be like rated triple X or NC-17. You know, like you're like, oh my God, you know, like uh, once in a while, like you revisit like an old movie and go, I can't believe this is PG-13. There's boobs in it. Yeah, but, like yeah. <laughs> um, Back to the Future. Um, they, uh, there's one scene where all the black guys are, are, are hanging out. Oh, no, no, there's one black guy hanging out outside the car and the white guys go, Oh, there's two black guys outside the car, and the car is packed with black guys. They're all smoking weed. They're fogging out the car. Or the kids today say hot boxing. When I was a yeah. kid, it used to be fog out. But ah. the white guys say, what are you spooks doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but like that wasn't, but I mean, that took place in the context of that time period, right? Was that the 60s when that happened or something or 50s? I think it was 55. Uh, okay, you know what, dude? But I think you can get away with that shit on TV if you're doing some... Oh, my God, American Horror Story? What is it? Uh, uh, season 3, uh, Coven, there's a flashback because uh, a lot of um, American Horror Story will open as they tell their story with like a flashback to characters from a different time. And they're straight up, dude. An opening scene, I think it's like episode 4 of season 3, and um, there is a uh, black kid. It's his first day of high school in a white neighborhood in that time when white people weren't quite quite ready for it. And he's riding his bike home. He gets chased down and fucking hung. It's fucking crazy. Like, you're like, what is this? This is FX, dude. But that was what was happening at the time. And, you know, you know, you know, it even says whatever is, you know, Louisiana 19 you know, 50, whatever. And uh, yeah, it was well, just like crazy. Violence is okay. Just don't, <laughs> don't say the N word. But yeah, we'll show a, uh, we'll show a black guy getting hung, but don't say the N word. Right. Or, uh, don't, uh, don't, uh, tie up that wavy white bitch and hit her with a whip <laughs> because that's abuse. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, it's bondage yeah. motherfucker. It's supposed to be abuse. There's no context anymore. No one cares about context. Oh, God, I know. It's pretty horrible. But um, no, dude, what I think is good is um, I think that uh, what you're doing with your show is really good, you know, because you had the whole T-shirts thing. You raise money to get like a laptop like, you know, you, basically your show is an example that like podcasting can work to like do good if you work at it if you put into like quality if you put into whatever and there's all these um i'm gonna coin it here there's all these paper podcasters out there oh shit i like that <laughs> yeah man there's like these paper podcasts out there and they don't care if they sound like shit and they don't care if they go hey man What's going on? We don't really have anything for the show tonight. And you're like, what are you, what are you yeah. doing? Like, you're supposed to be entertaining. And it's like, well, anyways, if you guys aren't entertained by me joining into a microphone, fuck you because it's my show. It's like, but why would you go out of your way to bust your ass if you're not going to be entertaining? Your show yeah. is always entertaining. It's always fresh. It's always controversial. <laughs> it's always controversial, bro. No, I'm kidding. Well, here's, but yeah, it's good. here's what I've always said. Like, my show, my podcast, it's not a comedy, but it's not political, it's not serious, it's not entertaining, but at the very least, it could be relatable. You know what I'm saying? That's, I'm yes. not a funny guy, I'm not deep, I'm not smart, but I think I'm, I could be relatable. And if I can, you know, connect with some people here and there, uh, which I have, which is great, then that's cool, because I, I really enjoy doing this, and my man Chris, 
from Attention Deficit Order said something great. Big shout out to uh, Attention Deficit Order. Check them out on iTunes. He said, no one is going to be into your podcast as much as you are. And that's 100% true. So if you're a podcaster, you have to do it. You have to be all in. You can't that- be... You can't be you can't have you and your buddy, yo, let's do a podcast, and then you get on the mic and you, you just you're both fucking codependent, half-assing it. You got to do it, because if you look at these podcasts, there's always that one person who's like the the ringleader. You know, there's always that one person who runs everything, who cares more than everyone else. Yeah, no, dude, totally. And that would have been a great way to sign off if I didn't completely interrupt you, just to say that. Um, I remember when Chris said that because I listened to every uh, there are certain podcasts I listen to every episode of. And um, uh, of course, it's ADO Radio, Growing Up, Not Growing Old, Conrad and Jack Show, things like that. But um, no, I had heard him say that and I thought, uh, yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's true. That's kind of interesting. But, you know, I'm going to continue on with the show and their show's long. And it kind of like went went like under the radar when you repeated it. It had such a fucking impact on me. And I was saying it to everybody all day. I was like, you know what, man? I heard something on the radio the other day. And 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 I would say I heard it on the radio. And they're like, what? And I was like, well, you know, this guy, you know, Mike Russo was talking about this guy, Chris. I was like, now, mind you, I kind of know both these guys. But, you know, he said something that's, you know, pretty profound. And there was power in you repeating it. And well, something about the fact that it comes from the grassroots indie podcast, like, community means that it has more value and it, um I think personally was was probably one of the most profound things I've heard just in a long time out of you know anything that's why I felt it needed to be repeated because I felt that way without knowing how to verbalize it and I think that statement verbalized it pretty good and, and sums it up for a lot of people. See, I'm lucky. I got Angela here who can jump on any time. I got my boy Jason who jumps on any time. I got my brother who wants to do the show every week, but he lives in another state. So, you know, I got a pretty good support system. Dude, yeah, totally. Well, anyway, um, wow. I, I think we did a really good show here today, buddy. I want to uh, thank you because it was last minute. That um, I kind of put the feelers out there, and um, yeah, you you jumped on, and uh, I appreciate that. Oh yeah, dude, you know me. Uh, any chance that I get, and I will say this because that's what I was thinking when I was like, you know, when, anytime anyone hits me up, goes, hey, can you call into my show? Can you do whatever for for my show? I'm always like, dude, any chance that you're gonna be like, hey man, uh, can you talk into a microphone? I'm like, uh, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah well, just hop mean, right over to the studio. Yeah, well. You're good at it, so it's not uh, it's it's real easy having you on, man. And I appreciate it. And uh, you want to plug any of your shit? Oh, uh, you can just go to newvisionsradio.com, click on shows, and you'll run into one of mine. It's the Manliest Hour, the podcast in the woods in State of Gray, which is Monday through Wednesday now. And if you guys want to listen, it's a drive time show, and uh, it's a completely. I took a different path with it. Like in the beginning, it was me reading the news, and now it's more talk radio focused like it's not as fast paced and we really uh you know like i really get into some of the uh some of the topics and you know not all of it is good but some of it is uh pretty good <laughs> all right great sounds good man thanks uh Shane, for uh being on the show and um i gotta thank everyone who um did the teespring campaign the thing sold out in like a day i want to thank 
you and Stevie for donating to my uh, GoFundMe thing. And I just, you know, everyone knows who our friends are. Attention Deficit Order, The Conrad and Jack Show, uh, my new my new friends, Bold and Belligerent, The Green Up Podcast, Rebel Songs Podcast. I got her shirt coming soon. I'll probably post some pictures of that. Uh, everyone, it's a good little community out there, man. And um, uh, I got to say, I need to man, find some fucking New York podcast, man. I'm sick of all you West Coast motherfuckers, man. Where's all my New York fucking shows? Come on. Yeah. What about the uh, <laughs> Ballroom? Oh, uh, yeah, those guys. All those guys. Actually, you could probably cut this part out. The Bowl Room? What's that? <laughs> no, Bowl Room and uh, what the fuck is that? A stereotyped podcast. What the fuck's that guy's name? He was he was involved with Wicked Radio Network before. He's a really cool guy. He actually put a Hanging Outcast sticker on his car. Fuck, I can't remember his fucking name. But yeah, stereotyped podcast and then uh, The Bowl Room. Um, yeah, I got yeah. to look into that. Uh, it's, it's all love. You know, I'm just fucking around. But um, all right, thanks again, man. You have a good night, all right? All right, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Later. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening, and I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, go to uh, leave comments, reviews, subscribe on iTunes, and I'm on Stitcher and gungo.podbean.com. And um, I want to thank Ange for jumping on real quick. She's over there blasting fools on Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Yo, check me out on Xbox, by the way. Gungo and the number one. Gungo one. All right. Later, guys. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com. <laughs>